This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. Where, Court, last night I enjoyed a really, really beautiful steak from Harris Ranch mm-hmm. that uh, was on special through the news feed that I get, two for one. So I got two beautiful steaks, almost a pound each. Wow. For like thick cut? 22 bucks. Yeah, thick yeah. cut. 22 bucks total for yeah. the two. And had one last night. And that thing, and by the way, the one one thing I am good at, mm-hmm. I've only screwed up a couple of times, but is getting that steak to that perfect, perfect. medium rare to rare right. doneness. And so I really enjoyed that last night. So I suggest as a New Year's resolution, get yourself on the news feed at zupans.com because they always send you some great offer every week where you're going to save anywhere from, usually it's like a $5 item up to a $20. Sometimes it's some red sauce. Sometimes it's a steak. Right. And sometimes it's fruit. Yeah. Flowers. Flowers are great. All sorts of good things. So mm-hmm. we've been enjoying going to Zupans for a few years now. And yep. uh, it's really a treat. And if you're if you're looking for, you know, there are a lot of great grocery stores in the Portland area. Mm-hmm. Make Zupans either your grocery store of choice or in the mix. You got to oh, yeah. go once in a while. Certain, certainly so. Like uh, the these past holidays, we did a lot of our holiday shopping there. We always go there when we're do it when we have some friends over and we need kind of a cheese and fruit uh, plate. Yep. Just go to Zupans. You can either pick it out yourself. You can ask somebody for help because there's somebody always willing to help you. And yeah, they're you really friendly there, and it's oh, not yeah. artificial. No, it's like. They always make genuine. It yes, oh, yeah. Genuine, genuine help. Yep. So there's that. And then if you're listening to this and it's not yet the end of the year, um, they have a large format wine sale going on. 12 days of wine, Rombauer, Silver Oak, Beaufrere, Crystal, and more. 12 bottles of large format wine at hot pricing through the end of the year. And of course, Zupans has an incredible wine selection all year long. All so the time. Go there anytime. And their beer section is really good oh, too. Yeah. Almost every section. Beer, cider, they have a gigantic cider section. Exactly. Yeah. So um, so grab yourself a bottle of large format wine, pour a glass, and listen to uh, listen to our podcast. Absolutely. You can go to three locations on Burnside, McAdam, Lake Grove, and of course always at zoopans.com. All right, so we're back. It's a Portland's Food Scene podcast right at the fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And there you go, Court Johnson. Maybe next year, let's introduce each, let's introduce ourselves. Okay. Let's try that. All right. Just, I'll say my name, you say your name, because I know how to do it after all these years. Sure. A couple of years. Speaking of all these years, this is the last episode of year five. Yeah. Of right at the fork, and we started on January first, two thousand four. That's right, we did. So we have five complete years of podcasts. Our calendar year is quite literally a calendar year, right? But yeah. it's a, it's incredible how fast it goes, and we mm-hmm. have that Facebook memories feed now. Yep. So now they come up. It'll you know I'll talk see myself talking about a podcast from four years ago. Yeah. I can't rem- I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah. Or, or even the last year. A podcast was a year ago. It seems like it was weeks. Right. So we have so many of them. Go back and listen to the archives. We do repeat them uh, generally once a month. We'll pull one out and bring it forward for you to hear it because we don't assume that people have been listening for all five years. Plus you have to do all that scrolling, Chris. You have to sit there and scroll. It is a lot of scrolling. Yeah, it's all right. At certain points. There are some great episodes. And go look for people you like or that you are curious about. Yep. Um, But Brooke Jackson Glidden. 
who earlier this year assumed the role of editor of Eater PDX, mm-hmm. um, is with us to talk about 2019, yeah. what she's looking forward to. And before I forget, because I forget a lot of things, Yes, the one thing we I don't think was mentioned was the new location of Pock Pock. Yeah, Pock right. Pock Wing. Pock Pock Wing out on uh, Barber. On Barber, exactly. So it could have been mentioned last week when she did her look back because it's already opened. It just opened a few days ago right. here in Jan- in December. But it's something to look forward to for a lot of us, especially those of us who live in Southwest, um, to have something cool like Pock Pock Wing over uh, on Barber Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that we missed. But she covers quite a bit. And of course, many of you probably read Eater, and you got to keep up with it. Here we get a nice little recap. Mm-hmm. One recap direct from the uh, the thoughts and uh, voice of Brooke Jackson Glidden of Eater, talking about what she's mo- most looking forward to in 2019, and what you can look forward to as well. Mm-hmm. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zoopans Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more. With a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupans on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupans.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. By Ringside Steakhouse. Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com today. And by Portland Food Adventures. Inviting you to listen to Right at the Fork, episode number 170 with Proud Mary Coffee's Nolan Hurdy. Then imagine yourself eating and sipping your way through Melbourne, Australia this April for nine incredible days of VIP treatment at Nolan's favorite places in Proud Mary's home city. It's all at PortlandFoodAdventures.com under the Trips tab. Contact Right at the Fork host Chris Angeles for more information and extra savings on these PFA food journeys. So 2019, Brooke, last week we talked about 2018. There were some carryovers, right? Woodsman Tavern, turning into Tasty and Daughters. And then let's start with this. You talked about Ray closing and what's going in there because it's really exciting. I think Eam is probably the restaurant I'm just, I'm so excited about it. Um, In general, these, a lot of these like 2019 openings are kind of one of those, there's a big bridge, a big connection between the restaurants that were the hot openings of 2018 that are also kind of the hot openings of 2019. A lot of places that are opening right on the 2018-2019 border. Mm-hmm. So Eam is supposed to open on New Year's Eve. They're going to have a party, theoretically. Um, I'm, you know, in general, people setting hard deadlines. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> this is a hard town to open a restaurant in. But um, they're supposed to open with a big New Year's Eve party. What what percentage of restaurants actually open on the date that they oh, say? Oh, I wish I open. knew that statistic. But yeah, it's oh low. man, yeah. Um, and permits in general, I think that has a lot to do with permits. Um, hence yonder. Hence yonder, uh, which is also on my list for 2019. But back to Eam. Um, right. Eam is like a total uh, rock star supergroup. Um, you have Earl and some uh, of restaurants like Padi and Longbon. You're gonna have um, Eric Nelson of the very popular sort of tropical. Um, I think of it as like. Just the kind of bar I'd want to drink at when I was like 14 without knowing really what alcohol 
was I think of a shipwreck, which is his pop up. So he's going to open there as well. He's been some great places too. Yeah, so absolutely. That's been, that's been a fun deal. For, so for them to have a permanent spot, right? Be cool. And Matt Vaisnamini of uh, the eponymous uh, uh, Matt's Barbecue. Matt's Barbecue. Yes. Um, so they're going to do a Thai barbecue bar in that space, in the former Ray space. Um, and I'm super pumped about it. I live in that neighborhood, so knowing that I can be that close to all three of those people's work um, is very, very exciting for me. Might it make up for the disappointment of losing Tasty and Sons over there? I don't know. I'm still grieving. Um, I think so. Of course, yeah. Tasty and Sons is moving uh, down south. And so essentially they're reopening with a different name, but it's it sounds like it's going to be very, very similar to uh, Tasty and Sons. Um, we just had Matt, uh, uh, not Matt. Uh, John Gorham on the podcast yeah. two weeks ago. So if you're listening now, you can listen and he'll be talking about Tasting Daughters yes. there. Yes. Um, so it is going to be rough to to lose uh, Tasting Sons, but I'm very excited for Eam to open. Um, I think that is going to be a big one for me. Um, but in terms of restaurants that are coming in, it's I just end up repeating myself, you know, because I just I love, love my Lovelace and Yonder is... We're going for early 2019 now. I've been covering her as if she's about to open in the next quarter, basically since I started I here at Eater. I think it was not originally early 2018. I think it was either earlier or like second quarter of 2018. Yeah, exactly. um, oh, and let's pray for Maya. Yes. And she's working hard. I'm, I, You know, construction's underway. Things are moving. And that right. had a lot to do with, again, permitting. Um, just in terms of restaurants trying to get permits for the construction they need to do, that ends up slowing things down just like crazy mm -hmm. across the board. So... Yonder is still on my list. Same thing goes for Carlo LaMagna's Magna. Oh, yeah. Carlo. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, Carlo LaMagna is such a talent. Um, and one of the nicest guys in show oh, business. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, and his sort of Filipino restaurant, the food he's making, I mean, you just look at the sort of R&D shots on Instagram and I'm just like, oh my God, please open. It looks so good. I'm so excited for that one. But again, it's sort of like, who knows at this point. 2019. He it, and I are trying I'm, to put together uh, yeah. a, a Portland Food Adventures opening on that, and that has been a little elusive with time yeah. and so forth. Right. Well, you know, keep me updated too. I will. <laughs> um, I will make sure. I think he's you getting sick of my that. emails. I have just like a pile going. Um, so very excited about that restaurant. Um, Malka again, supposed to open I think in September of uh, 2018, but likely will be in February. Um, that is the restaurant from the Carte Blanche folks okay um you know crispy rice salads and really interesting sort of large format dishes um i just love um just aaron's food it's 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 so um creative and captivating and and it's it's you know she's like we're both youngins so i think you know there's a little bit of like a fun playfulness to what she does um that is very cool i'm very excited for that restaurant i'm really excited to just see what it looks like because she's put a lot of energy into really creating um, a restaurant space that will look really eclectic and magical. So very excited about that restaurant. And where's too. that going to be? Um, that is in Southeast Portland, um, sort of a, a converted house. Okay. So it'll be cool. It feels very old Portland to open a restaurant in a house. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. In terms of other things, I have a hopeful restaurant. I'm like, I'm hoping that they really pull it through and do it. But uh, there's a really incredible ramen shop that is going to open theoretically in either Seattle or Portland this year um, called Suya or Suta 
um, it's like truffle infused ramens stuff that, and I just, I love ramen. Um, if you're in Marukan, I could sit at those counters, eat noodles all day. Um, so very excited about that one. But again, it's sort of in that, like, I'm almost rumor mongering, you know, um, I'd love to see one of those open in 2019. There's nothing wrong with a rumor yeah, or, or right. anticipating something that yeah. might happen. Um, Scotch Lodge is a big, big one that we're excited about. Um, both me and uh, my regular contributor, um, Alex Frain. We are uh, very excited about Scotch Lodge. It's essentially from the same, you know, group of the, you know, St. Jack folks. Um, a, a whiskey bar with sort of French twist bar dishes you know um, well if it if it succeeds on any level yeah as lamoul yeah. succeeded then it's going to be fantastic yes absolutely uh love lamoul um so very very excited about that um again this is one of those things that theoretically could be a december opening but um it's right now we're just going to say winter um but ariso the supper club from uh jacob hearth at um bar casavale um, I, as someone who's a, a major sourcing nerd, um, I think Jacob is too, and this is going to be supremely sustainable fine dining, um, done really simply. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be like, not only are, do we know exactly which fisherman caught which fish, which place, we're also going to like look for bycatch. So stuff that comes up in nets for other things, um, you know, invasive species, specifically serving invasive species, um, you know, steaks from retired dairy cows. So you're not just, you know, like just super, super thoughtful sourcing. Um, this, this is the Portlandia coming I back know, to, right. the, to the fore. Um, but it's, you know, he's such a, a thoughtful guy about that stuff. And I really like Bar Casavale. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he does there. Um, there's Tope, which is the sort of Mexican street food restaurant that's going to open on the roof of the Hoxton Hotel. Um, hotels are a big thing. Yeah, this, there I mean, are oh so many hotels. I can't keep track <laughs> of it, and we're. I hope all these people, I guess, come, or I sometimes yeah. hope they don't. Yeah, but I, I think by the time this is on the air, Bullard will be open. So that's yeah. another hotel restaurant. I think he's doing soft openings. I was talking yeah, about that. Yeah, I saw a few things on Instagram, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually talking to their PR tonight. So anyway, um, so definitely excited about Tope. Um, that's from the submarine hospitality group so that's that's oh, ava jeans ava jeans that's tusk um so probably a, a very similar interest in in sustainability and responsible sourcing but uh their chef there is johnny leach um who was chilino mm -hmm. um and the stuff he's doing at Lanetta, the restaurant downstairs is really cool he does a one heck of a hamburger so um very very excited to see what they're doing up there. Their ceviche also. I don't know if you've been to La Neta yet, but their halibut ceviche is amazing. So mm -hmm. very excited about what happens at Tope. It's also a beautiful space. We shot an eater inside for it. Nice. And it feels like your cool, sort of rich aunt's conservatory, like her greenhouse. So wicker furniture, lots of plants. I don't have a rich aunt. I don't really have a rich aunt either, but it's my imaginary rich aunt. If I had a rich aunt... She would have a cool greenhouse in California, I want to say. That's cool. I have a, I actually have a di sort of distant relative who's fairly well known, but it wouldn't be a rich aunt. Mm. Anyway, very, it's, it's got that like bronze and lots of windows and I'm, I'm really excited about it. It will, I will be drinking a lot of tequila there at some point, I'm sure. Good. Good. Yes. Where else are you drinking a lot? <laughs> uh, I'll be going to 
shipwreck for those drinks uh, right. at Eam. Um, Are they still going to do shipwreck pop-ups after that, or is that I'm done? I'm actually not sure. I believe they will, and I think they're going to host a few pop-ups within the Eam space, um, if I remember from <laughs> that story that we ran. Are they going to do, I wonder if there's going to be shuck going on. I, I ran into Leaf mm. Gildersleeve last night, so shuck again is yeah. coming in February. I don't know where that's going to be, but... it's a good question, that's yeah. That's a good question. We'll find out. TBD. Stay tuned. Um, in terms of things, it's not something I'll be drinking, but I'm in terms of sugary delights, um, Little Bean. Um, I'm really excited about Little Bean. Oh, yeah. Um, we we talked about that yeah. on, the, on the podcast here. Yes, yes. Um, he, he, by the way, we broke that. Yes, you did. Did you know that? So yeah. I think it's the we, only thing in six you. years. <laughs> six years. You Oh, you did. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. I let you know. Yes. Court, how are we doing on time here? Uh, it's one fifty-five. Are you on a hard I, I have a hard out, so I, I can hop out. You can keep going, but I do. We have that much longer. No, really, I'm, little can beans. We, my my beans last one. Okay, good. Yeah, let me be sure of that. Yep. Um, yeah. So little bean is the like I would say borderline magic um, ice cream that's made out of chickpeas right. um, from the you know master um, restaurateur machine, uh, Micah Camden. So that's, you know, box of ramen and super deluxe. Super deluxe. Um, the, by the way, the signs are all up there looking good now. Oh, really? When we first opened, yeah. there were, you, it was kind of nondescript, but there was line, the lines around the block. Yeah. Are there still lines down there? I, I haven't, haven't seen it. There's yeah. a great frame shop across the street. Oh, really? Way. If you need a frame. If you ever need a frame. Frame and a burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frame and go. a burger. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I was at the yeah. frame shop last week. Yeah. Um, As one does. Yes. Yes, For getting, getting, yes, getting a gift framed. But, you got your um, burger? But anyway. I saw the burger place across. I saw Super Deluxe. That was good. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, um, have you had... Uh, Super Deluxe? No, 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 no. Little Bean. Little Bean. Have you yeah. had all the flavors? Yeah, no, I... Well, I don't know if I've had all the flavors. I've tasted probably six or seven. They oh, have those little carts. we tasted. Yeah. yeah um, their chocolate chipotle was one that I like think about a lot. That and their matcha. Um, so, yeah, this is ice cream that is essentially made out of chickpea milk. And they really keep it simple with the ingredients. Um, and it's, oh, it's it's just really silky. It almost is like a high overrun ice cream, you know, where it's like really kind of creamy, but like not so dense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really delightful. And I'm going to... F- it's one of those ice creams where I'm like, I'm going to justify it to myself where I'm like, oh, I'm getting so much protein. Um, but is that the real, <laughs> I mean, so is that the, that's the main benefit. And of course, people, if you, if you have you know, an allergy, dairy allergy right. or your lactose I'm supposed to avoid dairy, but I don't. So you know, again, ago, I will feel better about it. Isn't that interesting? Years yeah. ago, I was identified before it was the thing as mm-hmm. lactose intolerant and right. I don't have a problem now. Yeah. Who knows? I, I mean, think it was East coast dairy yeah. as, for, as opposed to West. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sort of the same thing. I was, I had a real problem with dairy. Then I, well, maybe I still have a problem with dairy and I just sort of like ignore my stomach issues, which I do. Um, but I'm, I, it's really lovely stuff. And actually they made, when I, what I tasted there was like a black olive Oreo with citrus cream. And I was, when he handed it to me, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like, it does not sound good to me. And it's, it was really kind of a lovely dessert. And again, no flour in that if you, if you have a gluten thing, uh, no dairy in that if you have a dairy thing. Um, so I'm really excited to see that open too. That's fantastic. I will be excited if you, so 2018, you visited us a few times. You've been on the podcast yeah. a few times. We'll be excited to have you back for updates Absolutely. periodically and would be honored if you would join us. Absolutely. Always fun. Great. Thank you. And have 
This is uh, this particular episode. I don't know if it's before. Yeah, it's before the new year. Have a great new year. Have a oh, great, thank you. And, you a, too. and a great holiday beforehand. Absolutely. There will be lots of eating involved. And you're staying in Portland? You know, actually, my parents are coming up. Oh, good. Yeah, we're gonna we're doing dinner probably at Rosa Rosa, the new Vitali Paley. Oh yeah, there's an exciting yeah. that we we next time you come on, let's talk about hotels and restaurants a little more in detail. We love we love an excuse it. to talk about hotels. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's to me also defined 2018. Uh, well, I think it defined 2017. Yes, they were coming online and they were starting, mm-hmm. but uh, continued on. Into we're gonna talk about the one that no one's talking about, which is Kex, which is the one I'm excited about. What Kex? It's the Icelandic hostel that's supposed to open in East. Oh, the hotel. It's like a, it's a hostel. It's, it, there's one in Reykjavik and they're opening their first one in the U.S. And they're going to have like a guy who's operated like Michelin restaurants. Oh, that's awesome. Right in there. So, yeah, cool. so Reykjavik and Portland. Yeah. And uh, by the way, and no, I don't know if I'm letting anything out. I shouldn't. But Nolan, Proud Mary, mm-hmm. Melbourne and Portland. He's now, he's down in Austin, Texas. <gasps> oh. Scoping that out. You know, I feel like maybe either... Austin has been mumbling about it. That yeah. would be a that would be a really cool. One. I would yeah. I, before this actually hits the airwaves, I would check with Nolan to make sure that that's okay to talk about. But that's exciting too. Awesome. Good well, move for him. So, always fun to be here, Chris. Thank you very much. Always great to have you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Court. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at RightAtTheFork.com.